Hey y'all, before we jump into today's episode, we would like to invite you to a special event we're hosting on May 30th called Women in Whiskey. Join us for an adult field trip filled with Southern fun at the Jack Daniels Distillery right here in our home state of Tennessee. Get ready to learn while sipping. We will be taking a private tour of the distillery, enjoy a barbecue lunch on the beautiful hillside, and partake in early happy hour with cocktails provided by Jack Daniels as we listen in on a conversation with women who work in the industry. The conversation will be led by yours truly, your hosts of the Steel Magnolias podcast. Learn more about the event at steelmagnoliaspodcast.com. You can grab your tickets there and we cannot wait to see you on May 30th. And now on with the show. The American South is full of beautiful people that are very diverse and a culture that has many variants. But many people still have a visual of the exaggerated Old South of plantations and hoop skirts. Well, today we have a fun topic that has the look of a Southern belle with the diversity of our beautiful people. We are talking Mobile, Alabama's own Azalea Trailmaids. So I'll meet you at the table. I'm Lainey. And I'm Laura Beth. And we are Steel Magnolias. The strength of steel with the grace of a magnolia. We are here to have uplifting conversations about life in the South. And we've got plenty of room at our table. So pull up a chair. Well, it's no surprise to any of our listeners that we are big fans of Southern hospitality. That's such an obvious thing. But what might not be so obvious are the fact that there is a very sweet little group down in Alabama (laughs) that is the embodiment of Southern hospitality. I'm talking about the Azalea Trail Maids, our discussion point of today's topic. And Lainey, first of all... Where did you hear about them? <laughs> like, this was definitely your your doing to bring up this topic. So where did you hear about them? Do you remember? I did. Well, so I saw a post on social media mm-hmm. by a friend of mine who is African-American. Mm-hmm. And it was a picture of these women in these skirts, and some of them were black. And because... It had such that Southern Belle look. Yes. Like it just caught my attention. Right. And so then that got me intrigued on this Azalea Trail Maids. Okay. But the funny thing is, as I know I have seen this. I feel like I've seen this in a parade before. Okay. Um, and you just probably thought, didn't know that there was like an actual group name to it. Ab- ab- exactly. You're just like, oh, that's so sweet. That's They've so got cute. like old Southern... Uh, Southern Belle dresses on. That's right. Yeah. So I, I feel like I've seen this. These, um, and and some of our listeners, I think if you see a picture of what we're talking about, you may too be like, oh, I think I've seen that at a yeah. Disney parade or sure. something like that. But um, yeah, I had never like dove into what this group is. Well, it's an old tradition. It I mean, it's, it was established in 1929 And they are a group of 50 high school seniors chosen every year as official ambassadors for the city of Mobile, Alabama. And like I said, you know, they wear these dresses. They are made to look like azalea flowers. That's right. That's what the colors that they choose 
are supposed to look like lovely flowers yeah. in the springtime. They're spring pastel co- colors. We're going to get into all the details of the dress in a little bit, but they make appearances at a lot of local, state, and national events, and they are like the greeters or ambassadors of for the city. the city. That's right. And it's neat to me that, um, I mean, it's very esteemed to be chosen for this. And you said there's 50. That wasn't, from the beginning, there wasn't 50. Yeah. That's been more Since later. Then, yeah. Um, but yeah, I just think this is so cool. Well, um, it, it is. It's a digni- dignified sort of um, place in in the city to find yourself. But they are kind of dual interviewed first by their school and then by By the the county county. yeah yeah well so this all started the city of mobile back in 1929 they their chamber of commerce undertook a project to encourage citizens of the community to plant azaleas along the port city's thoroughfares so that all these azaleas would all bloom at the same time and have this gorgeous statement right. of Southern hospitality. Yes. So um, the Blossom Line streets became known as the Mobile Azalea Trail. So each spring, all these dignitaries were invited to come and cut the ribbon to officially open the trail. Okay, that makes sense. And then um, it was a little later than the 20s, I think, when they actually started the maids. Okay, yeah. Um But anyway, they chose local high school seniors, um, two senior girls to serve um, from each school Mm -hmm. on this court, if you will. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. Yeah, I think of it kind of as like a little court. One thing that I thought was interesting about this is the group kind of was so esteemed and prestigious that there started to be people who were wanting to come from hundreds of miles away to interview. Okay. And even from Mississippi and Florida and all over Alabama. And we so, love us a good pageant, don't we? So that's kind of wild how, mm-hmm. you know, there was so much interest in all of this. and But it was also kind of problematic from the sense of Mobile was feeling like this isn't representative of Mobile. This that is, makes sense. Yeah. you know, great women, but they're... They're not from here. Right. They're no local sort of attractive, um, yeah, so, ambassadors. Yeah. Anymore. So yeah. they felt like really that needs its own thing. Mm-hmm. And th- did you know this is how Junior Miss was birthed? Oh, So okay. it became like, let's do this thing. The JCs, like, we'll do this thing over here. Okay. And call it Junior Miss. Okay. And then but, we'll have Mobile's own. Azalea Trail Maids. Wow. Okay. So most listeners have probably heard of Junior Miss. Sure. Um, which I didn't even know this, of course, has had a name change. <laughs> okay. As everything has. So it's now called Distinguished Young Women. Okay. Well, anyway, formerly it, known as America's Junior Miss. Yes. Okay. It's a national nonprofit that provides scholarship opportunities to high school girls. And so, um, it also has, you know, a more of a pageant mm-hmm. feel to it. It does, yeah. Than just an interviewing process. Right. Um, the Azalea Trail Maids, while they are lovely, I'm not sure that... It's not a pageant. It's not a beauty pageant. No, it's It's not. more about just smarts and being a good uh, representative of Southern hospitality. Yeah, and, and big into 
the service that you're doing for your city. Yeah. So these are valedictorians. These are national merit scholarship winners. These are even ROTC members. There's a big wide spectrum of the women and girls that are representative drawn into this. But um, yeah, I think it's interesting to think about some of the events even before we kind of start talking about the the process and the dress and all that. I just wanted to mention that they were included in the presidential inaugural parades of Barack Obama and George W. Bush. Love it. They were included in the Rose Bowl parade in Pasadena. That's in California, of course. Um, They've been involved in the televised Macy's Day parade. They are a part of every year in the Disney Easter Parade. So that's where I think I had seen them before. Not literally there in Disney, but on TV or something. They're like uber popular there. I mean, they get asked for autographs there (laughs) when they show up to that. If I was a little girl, I would want their autograph. Yeah. I mean, I think pretty much you walk around Disney, right? Wanting autographs for anybody in costume. But basically this is Belle. Yeah. In all different color dresses. Exactly. Um, you know, other Thanksgiving Day parades in Philadelphia and Christmas Parade in Chicago, Indy 500 Parade, and on and on. But that inaugural parade for Obama actually stirred a little bit of controversy. I won't go too deep into this. But I did think it was worth mentioning because it shows the rub that some of, that the group sometimes experiences withholding this tradition and then also sort of the naysayers out there. So there were some members, um, or excuse me, uh, a president of the Alabama NAACP at the time when the invitation had been extended for the girls to come up to be a part of Obama's uh, parade. He tried to block their participation, the NAACP president. In because of the look of the yeah, I mean, of he, the dress and all of that. Yeah, okay. he was, you know, he's he lives in Alabama. Obviously, he's proud proud of his state, I'm sure, but he's claiming, you know, the girl's costume represents a plantation and okay. gone with yeah. the wind and yeah. you know. So, but they actually ended up the civil, the that group in NAACP eventually issued an apology for even pushing back on the invitation because Sam Jones, which is Mobile's first African-American mayor, came and defended the group. Okay. Um, And, you know, he was quite proud of the invitation that had been extended. And, you know, they were the only group from Alabama to go up and participate in that parade. So it it was a big deal. Obviously, you know, part of the difficulty of the South is that things were so segregated early on. But they seem like they were earlier than most groups to be diverse. Yeah. That's good. I would say, especially even compared to some of the things we've already talked about on here. We talked about the Masters a few weeks ago. How late they were to be diverse, sororities, Mm -hmm. things like that. So I feel like I remember seeing pictures from the 70s. Yeah, I couldn't find anything like on record when they said our first, right. you know, in, in that were, there was already some diversity. And I found an article that was kind of interesting from NPR mm. um, where they had interviewed um, an Asian American, an African American, and they were both really proud to be trail mm. maids wow. and be representative, um, you know, for their people groups. And yeah. So, well, I just feel bad that, I mean, here these girls are, they've been 
pining for this for years, which and we're chosen. about to talk about. And then, you know, some internet trolls mark them as, yeah. you know, pro-slavery. Yeah. And it's just sad to see the, yeah. the you know, dignified walk that they've really done to become this. And then they just and get, then get slammed. But haters, haters going to hate. That's so true. Let's talk about the process. Yeah, yeah. So they start this, you know, knowing about it, I'm sure even at a young age, that they may or may not aspire They'd to be this. They probably watch their babysitters that have been trail maids yeah. and aspired to this. So, I mean, as early as middle school age, there can even be discussions among the family as far as, are you interested in doing this? You know, yeah. would you like to participate? I read, or I think you read even, that their sophomore year of high school, there's already... There's informational meeting <laughs> at the school. <laughs> the packets start going out. Who's interested? And so it is their junior year that the interview process takes okay. place because it's their senior year that they may or be chosen the, okay. to, to serve as, right. a, as one of the Azalea maids. So, yeah, it's, um, you know, it's the school's first. They're like the first filter in terms of the interview process, um, some schools do random interviews to get the girls ready. Some even do classes. Um, but once the schools name sort of their nominee, then those initial 100 girls sign up and are interviewed by even some out-of-towners, wow. which I thought was interesting. They do that on the, the first weekend in December. There's three judges that come to Mobile from out of town, and there's different judges that are summoned every year, so you don't even know. You know, there's not like a standing judge panel that you can get in good with. Or, right. Um, that is That's a, true. Maybe that that probably does help yeah. keep it authentic. Yeah. I thought it was really funny. There is like a famous sort of chair that they sit in to do this county interview they call it the um, triangle chair it's a triangle shaped chair that the girls sit in for interviews and um, I'm sorry they call it the corner chair but it's supposedly really uncomfortable but it like keeps you sitting poised yeah and I think it just kind of was one of those things that that just stuck I mean I don't think that they were maybe necessarily trying to make you be poised but it's what they had back in the day right for a chair and it just stuck around so um but they've apparently been using that for years they're looking for personality too yeah. they don't want just the valedictorians they want to see the girl's personality come through and they're looking for confidence when you speak and but just, you know, a lightheartedness and um, those hundred girls that go through the county interview process are then dwindled down to 50 girls. And those are the chosen trail maids. And those um, letters go out about, I think it's just a few days after that county interview by mail. Love it. So the letters are mailed to the 50 girls on the Monday after the interview weekend and, um, the new court officially takes over in May. Okay. They have a few months of just that excitement before they've actually got their uh, trail made spot. But yeah, it's sounds like a pretty intense yes. interview process for sure. But I mean, how preparatory for other things to come for That's college right. interviews, That's for job right. interviews. So, um, scholarship interviews. That's true. getting you ready. True. Yeah. So, um, 
Yeah, let's talk a little bit about kind of how they're divided up, the dresses, all the things once you're actually in, right? Well, the dresses. I mean, that's it's all about this dress. Yeah. And it just blows me away, some of the things I was reading. I mean, this is costs more than most people's wedding dress. It sure does. <laughs> so um, Thousands more. So like we said, they're supposed to kind of be looking like spring flowers. Yes. And there's five major colors that you see in oh, yeah. the dresses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a, they're all pastel, like yellow, a blue, lavender, green, and peach. Yeah. And then the queen is the only one that gets to wear pink. Yes. And the girls are allowed to list their top three choices, but they are assigned their color at the queen's reception. Okay. Yeah. What color would you on your application um oh gosh I didn't know you were gonna ask me that green probably I don't know I I'm was thinking to think green and peach for me what would be good with my skin tone I'm in peach right now it'd be fun to be the queen but I would not want to be in pink personally I would not want to be in yellow or yellow yeah yeah anyway. I did I did a bridesmaid dress in yellow buttercup yellow oh once. but you looked lovely Thanks. <laughs> I'm not sure I felt lovely, but yeah. Well, um, so shall we just talk costume? I have a lot on the costume because I found a really cool article on the costume. Yes. Um, I wanted to just quickly mention that the queen is chosen by those, uh, the panel of the three out-of-town judges. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The one, yeah, the ones that they interviewed with. They, they select the queen. They pick so, the queen. Yeah. So it's not like from, okay. It's not like That's a interesting. Um, Miss Congeniality kind of thing or anything. No. Who <laughs> was the most charming. Right. And has the most connections. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. Well, so each girl secures a dressmaker to construct her attire. Construct. I okay. love that. That's actually a good and word. And... There's, like you said, there's 50, and so 10 girls wear each of the five colors, and then, like I said, the queen is the only one in pink. Mm -hmm. um, so technically, I guess, one color only has four. That's true, yeah. That's not actually correct. I there's know. 50, but anyway, <laughs> there's not 51. Um, and so, yeah, they um, there's obviously some known dressmakers in the area. Yeah. And one of those is who was interviewed that I'm oh, getting good. this information okay. from. Okay. But anyway, um, these dresses are sewn from polyester fabric and poly satin ribbon. Um, many people say that the maids conjure up an image of an old garden party. Oh, that's kind of you know okay. supposed to look like. I could see and that. if you're gonna go. Um, Gone with the wind, you know she goes to a garden party. She sure does. Yeah, and so it's. Similar yeah, yeah. look to that. Um, it's an off-the-shoulder fitted bodice mm -hmm. and a full skirt over a steel ring enforced hoop. Good Lord. Each trail maid must have two pair of pantaloons. So those are similar to like ankle-length pajamas. Yes, that's a good comparison. Yeah, And two pairs of gauntlets, which are gloves without fingers, and a cape. And there's... Um, covers for a wire hat frame and a parasol. I didn't, first of all, I did not know a gauntlet was fingers without gloves. Is that I what you said? Those, I did. I didn't know that 
I had, had those that, for ballet sometimes. Like a, it was like a lace pl- pair that you had, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Yeah. I had some of those kind of things in ballet costumes. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah, so it slips like with a piece of elastic over your middle finger. Yes. But it's just, yeah, not really fingers. And then you said a parasol. Yes. So um, there's specific guidelines for these dresses. For example, the bottom edge of the finished dress must be four inches off the floor. Okay. And the ruffles on the edge of the hat um, and the edge of the parasol and the ruffle around the shoulders are mandatory. They have to have that ruffle. Okay. Um, But then there's some things that they kind of let you have a little... Um, freedom. Customization. So people do little custom things. Um, There's certain places you'll see like monograms. Okay. And things like that. Very Southern. Mm -hmm. And um, embroidery embellishments. So we may have to, on Instagram or something, put some pictures up. Oh, for sure. Some of the little um, pantaloons, there is the cutest. They'll have pockets put in for their phone and oh my gosh. different things like that, you know, for them to have a few things on them. Right. And on those, they'll have, like, you know, all kinds of cute Southern things. Oh, wow. They may have the names of their team. Okay. Um, I yeah. saw one that had, you know, like, it might have the name Evelyn in blue and Carol in green. Like, whatever their oh, team's their te- the yes. name and who wore that color and all of that. Mm. So fun. Um. Anyhow, so the base supplies the JC's order for the construction of each outfit. So the fabric, the steel for the hoop, the wire frame for the hat, all of that. They order all of that. Okay. And the dress fabric includes 75 yards of organza. Whoa. And 15 yards of taffeta, dyed specifically for the Mobile Azalea Trail. Whoa. Did you already give a price tag on this yet? Not yet. Okay. So the fabric is dyed in Japan and distributed through Berenstein Textiles of New York. When the maids are dressed, the only visible fabric on the dress, hat, parasol, and gauntlets is the organza and taffeta. That's all you see. You're not going to see any of the underlying stuff. Um, Ten yards of cotton broadcloth is used for the hoop. The cape is lined with one and a half yards of fur. And the pantaloon fabric is where the personality of each maid shines, like <laughs> I said. <laughs> so funny. I mean, that makes sense. You're going to have to hold some keys and phone at of minimum. Of course, like a few things with you. I mean, gloss and other things start to come up. Some I saw the cutest picture of two maids in their strapless bodice top okay. with their pantaloons walking into a Waffle House. I was like, now that's Southern right Oh, my there. gosh. <laughs> no, wow. True. Well, anyway... Um, so this dressmaker that was being interviewed mentioned, um, you know, she uses thousands of yards of thread and between 300 and 1,500 yards of ribbon. Um, she said, I also use at least 400 yards of fishing line in the edge of the ruffles. Wow. Other supplies include hooks and eyes, zippers, buttons, elastic, interfacing, that kind of thing. Um, so what do the dresses cost? Well... Some dressmakers are, um, you know, probably more expensive than others. If you know somebody, maybe in your family, you can get them to make it for potentially around fifteen hundred. But many of these are three thousand to six thousand dollars. 
Yeah, and I mean, if you are one of the dressmakers, you're known to be a well, that's dressmaker. Right. That's right. And some of these girls get on the dressmakers list as early as eighth grade. Well, because think about this. If you're one of the known dressmakers and you find out, here's the, here's the list of the girls, yeah. you're only going to have so much time yeah. to make. It's not like you could be the one that makes it for 25 of them. Right, but I read that seamstresses pretty much give up their spring. Right? So, like, one year, one lady um, that had been, like, kind of a known seamstress, she didn't get any orders. So, she was crushed. Yeah, you've been camp banking on that. Right. So, she then had to go, you know, scrounge up some (laughs) some other jobs. Sewing jobs. She said, at least I wasn't tied to my sewing machine all spring. (laughs) That is so funny. Well... Um, this lady that had been interviewed said she loves to make dresses and costumes, including Mardi Gras dresses and christening gowns. Mm-hmm. But this is like her big thing. Um, and and it she can, it can take them 200 hours per dress. Per dress. And she said that one of the most enjoyable parts for her is just the creativity that she tries to put into mm-hmm. each girl's dress. Um, and she said that this, another one of the most um, enjoyable things for her is um, just, you know, the personalities of these girls and getting to know them. And um, she said some people are very traditional with how they make the dress, but she likes to be a little bit avant-garde and mm-hmm. use covered buttons and, you know, do little things with the ribbon that might be more the personality of the girl, make yeah. little... Um, Specific to her yeah. kind of thing. That's nice. I know. I mean, you wouldn't want it to just be like, you know, this costume that was passed totally down. Totally structured. Yeah. It's going to look from afar the same because of the color. Right. And the fabric. Yeah. But up close, you would know it had your own little details. Well, and I do want to mention, I mean, I'm not moving off of the dress yet, but there are, there's an important piece also with the shoes as well. Their shoes are dyed. To match their dress, of course. Same color as whatever your dress color. <laughs> obviously. But they, um, you know, obviously they do a lot of curtsy. And, yes. But they also do a little do-si-do. The girls wear leather square dancing shoes with street cute. soles that are painted to match their dresses so that they can dance. So cute. You can see little videos of them in parades where you can see some of these movements. It's, yeah. you know, like you said, simple little steps, but in a big steel hoop. I can't it's imagine not. it. It's these dresses can weigh between forty to fifty, 50 pounds. pounds. Yeah. So I'm just even trying to think of like you know walking in it, but think about the parade length, or think about the heat. The heat, yeah. Or I mean, just all the I don't know. That's a that's a difficult task think about to sitting, take on. Sitting, like you'd have to have. Um, quite a bit of space around you well and I was thinking earlier like what about driving so I did read that they are allowed to drive themselves but they have to strip down to their bodice and pantaloons which is what okay. you saw the girls That's what I saw in the Waffle House picture and then also think about if this is on its steel frame where are you hanging this in the house okay so let's just talk about that great question um there are actually trail rooms so this is what I saw too in some people's in my houses research as well, and um, it was like maybe the size of a baby nursery or something. And it's all for the dress. Yeah, because I mean, some some of the girls were like, "Well, we consider 
um, the dress is a family member. So, of course, they get their own room. That's hysterical. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, because it's, you know, you can't just throw it in a closet. You're right. These are huge. So, you know, you put them on a wooden holder. You know, it's kind of a display as well. True. It's not just storage. So, And you can't stick it in the garage where it's getting dirty. You just paid three True. for it. Like, True. Yeah. That's so wild. Yeah. Well. I wouldn't have the room for it. I know. Even for that reason, it'd be hard for me to participate. And I think about the room I had growing up, it would have taken a fourth of the room. I mean. Yeah. Of the room. (laughs) For sure. Um, But, you know, accidents happen. I did want to mention that the the ties on the Trailmaids hats, they can be removed and washed in case any, like, makeup. Makeup got on there. I didn't even think of that. It's a big, wide, beautiful. I love the look of that bow. That does remind me of Scarlett O'Hara. Uh-huh. Because I can picture like her getting ribbon. ready for that party that you mentioned that she goes to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The way she ties it on the side there. Very much a statement. Um, but, yeah, they, you know, if it's a cold day, because this isn't all just – this. they are a trail made for a full year. That's right. So that's why you have to have a little fur on your case. So, yeah, I mean – the bodices, they're, they're going to be sleeveless. Um, like you said, you've got a little cape to keep you warm. Some of them, they even wear th- thermal underwear under, under their, their pantaloons. pantaloons. <laughs> layer upon layer. Wow. So funny. Wow, 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 wow. Um, gosh, I mean, I read, that, you know, obviously restrooms are going to be needed oh at gosh, some point. How does that even work? So one just said we use the handicap stall. You know, you'd have to if you're walking in in that. And if you have to go, you're probably at an event, most likely if you're in your full dress, you're not just hanging in your backyard. (laughs) That's right. You're not actually at a garden party. You're at Disney. Right. Um, But yeah, I mean, if you're wearing a very expensive, one of a kind garment, you're going to want to take care, take good care of it. So you're probably going to have to either hold it or look for a place that has. A handicap, you're not going to be able to get in a porta potty. Good lord, can <laughs> oh you imagine? My lord, no, um, I wouldn't even want to step in a porta potty in my pantaloons. I wouldn't want that to get anything yucky. But I mean, that is kind of interesting to think about if you're at a parade. I mean, these are long day events, I know, so. sweat and grass stains. Like, how do you, yeah, that's but, um, but what, what sweet friendships come out of this time, and that is one of the probably the greatest appeals that I think a lot of the girls are attracted to in being this. They said that um, it's, you know, it's kind of like a sorority in some regard to to that built-in friendship that you have this shared experience um, with other girls. But, you know, these girls remain friends sometimes for life from this sort of senior high school experience on into kind of like who you went to camp with every you know or something like that like you had a real bonding time yeah yeah so um but yeah I mean they are beloved among their city in their state um I mean we mentioned that there's you know always some haters out there but as a you know bullet point on your resume or something that you are Mentioning in conversation overall, it is sort of a esteemed, like you said earlier, position to hold. Well, so. and I think it's so cool. Um, we've talked about so many traditions and things on here before, but like how cool to look back and look at pictures from the 70s of 
women who were trail maids or if you met yes. somebody you would automatically have that bond and yeah um still in the same dress even if it looks a little you know your satin ribbons look a, a little different it's yeah still the same colors and style yeah um yeah super sweet well I know there are a lot of people moving to the south these days so if you are headed towards Mobile Go ahead and get this on your radar if the you have a daughter. Are blooming right now. If you've got a daughter or niece or somebody that's going to be in this age range, it's going to be something that you want to look into. It's certainly something that um, you're going to see around town for sure. <laughs> that's right. And, yeah, if you're one that watches some of these parades on TV, make sure and keep an eye out for them now because they stand out, but they're, they're so cute. So precious. I mean, it just looks like little flowers floating down the lane. It sure does. They're so proud too. Like, you know, I mean, they get lots of photos made in their dress and stuff and you can just tell they're very proud. Yes. Any girl that's such, has such pride in Southern hospitality and Southern tradition has my vote. I kind of want to be one of the judges that gets asked. Wouldn't that be so Fun if to pick them. If anybody's listening and has some pull with the, I would. We will, we too. If you're out of town judges, that's right. And we'll pick you a lovely queen. Or if we're biased, we'll serve on separate years. I don't know. Yeah, but true. That would be so fun. I that would just would love to so hear the characters that come through there. Absolutely. That have been trained. That are you know poised and ready to sit on that corner chair. So. So cute. Well, I had fun with this one. I know I did too. I'm so <laughs> glad that you came up with it. I had I did not know about them before you brought this to my attention. So it was really fun to to look into them. And from time to time, we have some listeners that pop up with their own story related to some subjects. Oh, I guarantee you, somebody's going to be like, "I was a trail maid in '87." Please, if you are a trail maid or you are related to a trail maid. Please post a picture and tag us. I would love to see it or hear your well, story. Ha- we'll have some fun pictures to put up of these gals. Yes. That's right. All right, Laney. I don't have an Azalea-specific sign-off, but I will say peace be with you. And also with y'all. <laughs> <laughs>